it proves that sometimes the Lord puts people in our path that need our help, but it was also in order to bring about a blessing in our own life. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. Learn more about Nebo Tools at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. But first I want to tell you about Archie and Frank. Archie and Frank were best friends, but they had a standing disagreement. Archie believed that Jesus was white, and Frank insisted Jesus was black. For years they argued about it, and as fate would have it, they both died on the same day and found themselves at the pearly gates. They couldn't wait to have the issue settled, so they ran up to St. Peter. We've got to know, is Jesus white or is he black? Peter says, well, here he comes. Why don't you ask him yourself? And there was Jesus who walked right up to greet them by saying, Buenos dias. And believe it or not, that joke goes over real, real well in Mexico. <laughs> okay, well, we all know the story of the Good Samaritan. But while reading it this week, I discovered that Jesus revealed the parable as a result of a young lawyer asking him the question, Lord, what must I do to, to inherit eternal life? So based on that, I determined that this parable deserved a closer examination. And I found it's interesting that the parable reveals three distinct and different attitudes that motivate people today just as easy as it did then. As it did then. The first attitude is that of the robbers, and that is, what's yours is mine. When the man traveling fell into the hands of robbers who beat him and left him helpless beside the road, There are people in the world today who are resentful of what others have, and they'll cross the line of decency to get it. And we know this. The second attitude is, what's mine is mine. When the priest and the Levite saw that the man was hurt, they crossed to the other side and chose to do nothing. They chose to just mind their own business. And this is the most dangerous attitude, because even us Christians can be guilty of being selective to who and when we want to give our resources to come to someone's aid. The third attitude shown in the parable is what's mine is yours. And here is where the Samaritan comes upon the man and has pity on him. And he treats his wounds and he takes him to safety. And this is the right attitude that Jesus was focused on. Years ago, 
my brother Glenn and I traveled to Chicago in the dead of winter for a trade show. And one morning during a blizzard, Glenn was pulling the car out of the hotel parking lot when he saw a stranger standing on the corner, obviously cold and unsuccessful in getting a cab. Without thinking much about it, Glenn pulled over and offered the man a ride in the direction he was going. The man was very thankful and also was attending the trade show. So on the ride to the convention center, this man learns of our business, and because of his background, he offers some advice that led to a remarkable improvement to the productivity of our factory that actually doubled our profitability. So while Glenn's act of kindness had no motive other than to help the man, it proves that sometimes the Lord puts people in our path that need our help, but it was also in order to bring about a blessing in our own life. Well, that seems like a random act of kindness, and random act of kindness are good. But the problem with that statement is that kindness really shouldn't be random. Genuine kindness is what we're looking for. And genuine kindness is the attitude that says, what's mine is yours. One of the sobering things about Jesus' parables is that while you get revelation on what it takes to see the kingdom of heaven, you also get insight on what won't get you there. And the attitude of what's yours is mine and what's mine is mine are two attitudes that won't get you there. When Jesus was finished with the parable, he asked the young lawyer, which of the three was a neighbor to the man who fell in the hands of the robbers? And the lawyer said, the one who had mercy on him. Then Jesus said, go and do likewise. The man who lives believing what's mine is yours. He knows that what belongs to him belongs to God. And everything that belongs to us is meant to be shared. And that's why the parable of the Good Samaritan is more than a story, but a warning of wrong attitudes to avoid and a description of who God wants to spend eternity with. Did you know that Jesus is a people watcher? Stay tuned to hear how Jesus notices the little things that you may think are not noticed by anyone. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. 
But first, let me ask you, how many of you consider yourself people watchers? I thought so, you know, whether, whether we admit it or not. One of the most entertaining things that we do is observe other people, isn't it? I mean, a lot of times when we go to a sporting event or something that has a, a big crowd, we come away with a story about something we saw someone do or say or someone who looks silly. And that's because people really are interesting to watch. And you can learn a lot about people by just watching them. Well, it so happens, what I want to talk about for a minute is that the Bible gives us a great teaching on the value of being a generous giver that starts with Jesus being a people watcher. How many knew that Jesus was a people watcher? Oh, you didn't either. I just told you. But it started when Jesus was teaching at the temple all day. Now, the temple was a big place, and it was the most magnificent building of its time. And there were these big crowds who were hanging on to his every word. But when it came time for the offering, the word said that Jesus went out and sat down opposite where the offering was, and he watched the people as they came and put their money in the offering box. And it says that he observed that many rich people came and threw in large amounts of money. But the next three verses are where Jesus was going with this exercise. Here's what it said. But a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a fraction of a penny. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others, for they gave out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in everything she had. Now, I know that most of you have heard this famous story. It's known as the widow's mite, and the normal takeaway from this story is one of compassion for the poor poverty-stricken widow who loves God so much that she gives away her much-needed last few cents. But I submit to you this morning that if that is all that you learn from this story, you literally miss the gold that Jesus intended for you to find in it. The first thing about this story that's important is that Jesus cares about how you and I respond to the offering. He made a point to take a break from teaching the people to watch and see what they gave. And we need to understand that he still cares about how and what we give when we get the opportunity. And it has nothing to do with the church needing money. Now, I've said this before, but in case you missed it, God doesn't need our money. The word says he owns the cattle on a thousand hills, and the word says the silver is mine, the gold is mine, says the Lord. Every wisdom in the word about giving is there to test us to trust God for every blessing that he has for us. Jesus was watching the widow give her offering that day. And he's watching you when you give yours today right here. The second important lesson in this story is that Jesus explains that giving is a proportionate principle. 
Now, Jesus didn't say that the rich people who who gave a lot of money out of their surplus were bad people or that they were greedy. But what he meant was that on a scale of 1 to 10 in generosity, the rich people were a 1 and the widow was a 10. Because their gift was a lot, but it was insignificant in proportion to what they had. And hers was significant because it was all that she had. So in these scriptures, the Lord isn't saying you have to give everything you have to be generous. He's just drawing the clear distinction that generosity isn't measured by the amount that you give. But, that, but by the amount you give of what you have. By the amount you give of what you have. Giving is a proportionate principle. But here you go. The most important powerful lesson to learn from this story that you can apply to your life today is that once you understand that giving is a proportionate principle, you know from other promises in the word that receiving is a proportionate principle too. One of my favorite scriptures is one I use often in Luke chapter 6. The Lord said this, give and it shall be given to you in good measure. Pressed down, shaken together, running over and poured into your lap. But that's not the end of that verse. Here's the best part, the most powerful part. Here's the rest of it. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Yeah, that's what what he said. It will be measured to you. You know, the story of the widow's might is just four little verses in the Bible. And the Lord doesn't mention her name. Or the names of any of the rich people who gave. But I can tell you something else about her this morning. She was not the one to be pitied. For as the Lord pointed out, she invested more in the kingdom of God that day than all the rest. I believe that she knew what what she was doing. She purposed in her heart to give. And she knew the enormous blessing that she would receive as a result of her giving. And she knew something good would happen to her in Jesus' name. Do you know that God promises rewards for you for serving Him? Coming up next, learn how God wants and expects us to live in anticipation of the good things He has planned for us. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. We'll return after these messages from our sponsor. Sometimes you discover something that's so ultra cool and handy that it just screams, you need this. Meet the Nebo Tools Slim. This is a thin, ergonomic, rechargeable pocket light that puts out 500 lumens of intense bright light. This isn't like any flashlight you've ever seen, and it's shaped like your cell phone. A task light and flashlight, the Slim fits, hangs, or sits just about anywhere. Fully dimmable with power memory recall. The ultra cool Slim pocket light features a pocket clip, collapsible hanging hook, and powerful magnet base for convenient hands-free lighting. This light will prove so handy that you don't want to go anywhere without it. The Slim, just one of the many reasons why Nebo is the leader in lighting innovation. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. I want to talk about giving from from a perspective that's rarely talked about. And that is to ponder this question. What expectations 
should we have concerning our giving? Well, I tend to believe what Mr. Ruskin says right here. He says, the highest reward for a person's toil is not what they get for it, but what they become by it. I think we all believe that's true. Whatever we throw ourselves into, we believe makes us stronger, makes us wiser. But the question still remains, is that still all we are to expect from our giving? Let me share something with you from the Word. In the Gospels, the Lord says this, I tell you the truth. No one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mothers or fathers or children or fields for me and the Gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age and with them persecutions and in the age to come eternal life but many who are first will be last and the last first well it so happens that the Lord said this to his disciples right after his encounter with the rich young ruler who if you recall wanted to join up with Jesus but when faced with the decision of giving up everything he had he couldn't do it and he walked away but I'm fascinated by this passage because I believe it destroys any notion that people, some people would say or some teachings would have us believe that we are never to serve God with an eye toward reward. That all serving and giving is meant to be without any expectations. Well, let me tell you something. I think God knows us better than that. He knows that we're creatures who desire results from our actions in our life's work. And I believe that he tailor-made our destinies with lots of promises and incentives attached. In this passage of Scripture that I referred to, he tells us that the sacrifice of walking away from family and work to pursue the gospel will result in a hundredfold reward in this present age. He didn't say how it would come and in what area of life it would emerge. But honestly, with a promise like that, did it really make any difference? The point is, the Lord used reward and incentive to motivate his disciples all the time. He talks about it at least nine times in the Sermon on the Mount alone. So as we grow in our relationship with the Lord, it's not a selfish act to have the expectations of his blessings and his rewards. God wants us to. He expects us to live in anticipation of the good things that he has plans for us. The word says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, plans to give you hope in a future. And we need to be clear that his rewards have nothing to do with God needing to bless us because of anything that we've done. Because listen to me, we can't work our way into position to deserve anything from Him. It's very important not to forget this point. God is a debtor to no man. You can go on all the mission trips and teach all the Sunday school classes. You can. And it won't make a difference in the owing department. Because the ledger would always be so lopsided, it wouldn't be any point to it. 
God is a debtor to no one. But he is extravagant with his promises and his rewards, especially to those who serve him and are faithful and those he loves. And the word Hebrews chapter 11 is known as the faith chapter. And the author talks about the great heroes of the faith here, and he mentions many of them by name, Noah, Abraham, Moses. And toward the end of the chapter, he says this, What more can I say? I don't have time to tell you about all the other ones who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of flames, escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned into strength, and who became powerful in battle. You see, all those heroes of the faith, the ones who were challenged, the ones who were persecuted, the ones who went through so many trials, God prospered them. And he gave them many victories in their life while they lived here on earth. And even doing that, God made it clear to them that they didn't even come close to receiving their ultimate reward while living on earth. You see, when we give of ourselves, when we serve others, when we're obedient and generous with our giving, we have every reason to believe that the blessings of God will follow. We may not know when he's going to do it, where it's going to happen, or what area of our life it will arise. But God is true to his promises, and the blessings will come. The cost of being faithful may be great, but it will never outweigh the benefits of pursuing Christ first in our life. Serving God is an investment with unparalleled returns, and it's our Father's joy for us to humbly accept His extravagant, extravagant rewards in this life and certainly in the one to come. So this morning, I want to encourage you to pursue Christ with all your heart and then live each day expecting something good to happen. In Jesus' name. Can you say amen this morning? Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. 
Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play, let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197.